Fred Film Radio. Fred Film Radio, this is Chiara Nicoletti. I'm with Elma Tataragic, guest of honor at the 34th Trieste Film Festival. Welcome. Thank you so much for being with us. It's great to, to be with you. Uh, as, I, uh, as I said before I started the interview, I'm also a super fan of yours, so I had to be the one doing this interview. You just hold a, a masterclass on uh, 25th of January at the festival, if I'm correct. Um, yes. And the title was The Passion and the Responsibility of Storytelling. So how did it go, yes. first of all? It was great. It was great. There were a lot of um, people, um, a lot of young people as well. There were a lot of students. Um, very interesting questions, a very nice conversation. I never prepare for such events because I think it's much better when, when, when it's spontaneous. And it, this was, this really worked well. Uh, this really worked well. It's always great to meet young people. You know, they always have a new energy. They have, good questions, they ask basic, basic things that sometimes, you know, over the years uh, we tend to neglect and forget, so it's nice to, to be reminded, but of course there were also some more experienced colleagues who were there, and I was, it was, it was really great, I had a beautiful time in Trieste with, with a great screening, and, and of course uh, it ended up with a master class, and mm. I enjoyed it very, very much. What about the passion and the responsibility of storytelling? Can you tell us more about that? Uh, well, it was just an idea, just a kickoff of the entire conversation uh, about, about script writing uh, in particular, um, especially about, um, you know, I, I think, I mean, I, 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 I hope I will not sound too pretentious, but I do believe that cinemas can change the world, that films can change the world. And I think that cinema and films are one of the most beautiful ways of communicating and very universal one. And that we all who are involved in cinema are very lucky uh, to be blessed, um, uh, to be blessed enough to be involved in cinema because we are, we are, we, 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 we can easily communicate with the audiences and with the people. But when you can easily communicate with the audiences and when, and to the people, you also have to be quite responsible about the stories that you, you tell and about the stories that you say. Um, you, you have to be considerate. You have to somehow, um, and I'm not talking about dogma or ideology. I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about, you know, I, I really think that, that screenwriters, that directors are somehow the storytellers of, of the main storytellers of today. We shape the way people can relate to a certain story, to a certain problem, to a certain issue. We offer um, a lot of questions and we offer a few solutions. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to be aware of that uh, um, when bringing a story that people at the end of the story, at the end of the film, really do carry something in their in their soul. Um, and what they carry is basically what we put in there. So I think we have to be responsible about that and we have to be uh, quite aware that we can have an impact on people and that we can help uh, people. I think if we, if, if, if film helped one person, it already has shaken the world. It already has changed the world. Uh, so I think that bringing uh, stories people can relate to and offering some answers and some solutions and maybe some unexpected uh, possibilities is very important. Is that why you became a writer? I mean, and 
Why did you become a writer, a script writer? Well, it's, you know, it's not, not a, it's not a conscious decision, basically. Mm. It's something that it's like a calling in a way. I think with most of the artists, that is the case. I always liked to write. I always wanted to write, uh, even, you know, from, from very early on when I was a kid, I was writing a lot different stories. And, um, of course, later on, I was in, involved in staging theater plays in school and things like that. Um, and, and somehow, uh, I was lucky enough that my past took me, uh, even closer towards cinema where I found, um, where I found my place, uh, and where I really think I do belong. Um, um, I did not, I mean, you know, when you write, even when you are, when, when you are in, in, when you are a child, you, you are writing because you want to say something. And it's, it's, it's sometimes even if you cannot explain it, it's very visible in your writing. You know, even if you're, I don't know, 10 years old and you're writing how you spent your holiday, you, you know what you want to say. And there is always an idea and a premise that you're conveying to, to, to the people who will read um uh who will read the story so i guess that 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 is something which is similar to 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 script writing writing as well um but i'm not only a script writer i must say you know i i my 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 uh my my involvement in cinema is much broader broader than that um and i'm very grateful for that because i i'm since um since Forever since 30 years now, I'm programming films for cinemas and for the film festival, for Sarajevo Film Festival, um, which is offering me another glimpse at, at the world of, of uh, cinema. You know, screenwriting is, is a very lonesome, can be a very lonesome process. Mm-hmm. You know, screenwriters are very important at the beginning of the process. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when you're just developing a story, when you're writing with a director and the communicating producers you seem to be the most important person in the world but once you have finished your you know so to speak shooting draft or final draft even though i don't believe in such things as final drafts um you know and when the film goes into production nobody you know everybody forgets about uh, the screenwriter you know when the film is ready nobody talks about a person who has started it all and who was there from the beginning for many many years usually screenwriters are involved in writing a film in in i don't know three four five six seven years sometimes so basically you spend a lot of time and then you know you have the industry which is very cruel towards um towards screenwriting you know at many film festivals at many big film festivals sometimes you know when you open a catalog you cannot find the name of a screenwriter um so it's a little paradox as well and screenwriting as 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 a profession can be very beautiful but can be also a very lonesome process uh, and I'm lucky that I'm not only a screenwriter, but but I'm also a festival programmer, which puts me uh, much more into this film commotion that I would be if I was only a screenwriter. I looked at um, and I listened very carefully to a TED talk that you did in Udine. And uh, I sort of connected that with uh, something that I was discussing with Teona Strugarmitesca in uh, in Venezia when sh- where she presented a little film that you wrote the happiest man in the world because she was telling me that it was uh telling uh, your personal story or at least it was inspired by uh, your personal story so uh, first of all is that if 
this information is correct? And the second of all is, do you think that uh, writing in this case uh, is also therapeutic for you? I mean, uh, therapeutic process for you and for the people that go through that path with you, with the film you wrote. I think writing is always therapeutic, you know, no matter if it's uh, inspired by a personal story or by a story that I read in the newspaper, you know, it always becomes in a way therapeutical because it, it deals, you know, you, you identified with the main character who has a problem and has to solve this problem in the framework of the story of the film. Um, uh, but yes, the, the, the happiest man in the world is maybe one of my most personal films. It is, um, it is inspired by, uh, uh, it's inspired. It's not entirely, it doesn't follow the true story, but it's inspired by a true story, which is mine which is my personal story. So it's not like in Petunia, we read about uh, a woman who jumped into the river and then we decided to make a film about it. Um, in, in Stitches, Shavovi, the film I was mainly focusing in my TED Talk, um, it was based on a woman and her story, on a real real person and her story, uh, a person who I've met, a person who I've talked to many, many times. Um, uh, so it is based on real life event, but this, uh, this last film is based on my own story and it's, 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 it is kind of specific. It is kind of, kind of strange, but I, but, but the story, um, I, I had a, I had a big distance from the story, uh, because it happened, um, in 1998, basically, mm. uh, the story. So it took 20 years, 20 and so years for the film to be ready. So I, I, I you know, after many years, you, you do have a certain distance towards the story. It seems that as if it's something which did not happen to me, but to somebody else who is close to me in a way. Um, but I'm happy that I made this film because it's, um, um, I mean, it's not because it's my story, God forbid, uh, not because, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, it's, uh, for me, it's not even very pleasant to talk about myself uh, in such a way. Um, uh, but, but uh, on the other hand, it, it's, it's great that it's my story because it's, it's a very edgy story. It's a very tricky story because it talks about forgiveness mm. And, um, you know, I, I feel much more responsible because I can say, yeah, it happened to me. So I have the right to, 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 to tell this story and, uh, to, to show it and to present it, uh, to the world. It's, I'm not there in this case. I'm not a secondhand storyteller. I'm telling it mm. from my own experience and it is something, um, it's something easier to handle. And it's, I, I guess when it comes to responsibility, then, then I can truly take the responsibility and say, yeah, this is my view on, 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 on the story about conflict and how we can deal with the conflict. But most importantly, um, it's, it's, um, it's also interesting that it, that it took such a long time to say the story. Um, but I think it's, it's, uh, you know, timing is always good in a way. It becomes, it becomes a perfect timing when we, uh, well, you know, when, when we finished the film, when we were finishing the film, the war in Ukraine just started. And when people, when we were preparing the film, everybody was telling us, not everybody, but some people were telling us, what, why, you know, why this story about mm. war? I mean, and we were, we were always insisting this is not a film about war. This is an anti-war film and it's a film about, uh, um, about forgiveness and how, how, Exactly. It's a film about how, how war is 
something very terrible. Uh, and it's important to talk about this. And then the war in Ukraine started and suddenly it made even more sense to, uh, to talk about this, uh, to talk about this story and to talk about this, uh, this film. And plus, uh, I remember that one of the things I liked about the happiest man in the world is that there was, uh, let's say, the main story. And then through the main story, you were also sort of analyzing the way that people also perceived the war. And there are so many different levels and so many different uh, points of view. And uh, I guess it wasn't... Yeah, well, I, there is no one particular truth, you know. There, yeah. are, there are multiple truths. Um, I'm not talking about history. I'm talking about personal experience. Yes. Um, and... and um, It's, it's, I think, very important to share this experience and to hear somebody else's experience about maybe a similar event, but from a total uh, different point of view, because in that way, we are building up understanding between each other. And once there is understanding, then there is a possibility of, of life together. I'm trying to understand a different point of view, talking about points of view, about women in the film industry right now. I mean, since you started until now do you feel that something has changed and in terms of you know i don't want to use the the term uh, woman in, uh, women empowerment so i want to use uh, equity and in all the senses i mean in all the meanings do you feel that something has changed or it's kind of an imposed change like a fake change that Well, I, I don't think it's a big change. I really think that things have changed mm. in the past 30 years. Uh, at least I can say from, from the point of view of filmmaker coming from ex-Yugoslavia, from Bosnia, things have changed a lot. Mm. Um, um, I mean, if, if you, if, even if you take a look at the history of cinema of Bosnia and Herzegovina, um, until 1992, um, we made a lot of feature films, so quite interesting. It's, it's a quite interesting cinema, quite rich cinema. Uh, but out of those many, many feature films that were produced um, over 50, 60 years, until 1992, until the war uh, started, until the Yugoslavia has fallen apart, only one female director has made two feature films in the history of, of, wow. um, of, of cinema. There were not a lot of women. Uh, uh, there were, the, even there were not films about women. You know, uh, there was, there was not even one film made about, uh, in, in which, in, 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 in which the center of the, uh, at the center of the story, there was a woman and her point of view. Women are either seen as mothers on one side or as lovers or some, um, um, you know, you know, beautiful ones who are there for men. Uh, so they were, they were treated like objects for many, many years in, in, in cinema. Um, and this has changed a lot over the past, um, after the beginning of, of the war, which after the end of the war. And I, you know, you, I'm not talking about the period of war because it was in terms of fi film, it was very different than, than anything, anything happening now. There were, there were basically only documentary films made. There were no picture film made, you know, during these four years. It was, it was more guerrilla filmmaking. Uh, so it was not uh, on an organized level, but after the war, after 1996 until today, you know, you have, uh, um, uh, you have suddenly multiple 
female voices of very strong filmmakers, uh, such as Yasmin Lajbanic or Aida Bebic or Ines Stanovic, and not only the directors, but also writers, also very important producers, uh, professors at film schools, um, festival organizers. There, were, there are a lot of women in the industry, and it's it's not only like okay, now we have women making films, so everything is fine. But it's not not only that. You know, you suddenly you have stories which are uh, talking about half of the population about women. You have women in the center of the films, and this has also changed not only how the cinema looks, but it has also changed how the male perspective um, mm. uh, also moved around. You know, suddenly in Bosnian cinema, uh, you have um, uh, you have male filmmakers who, who are talking about women as well and who are treating women in a totally different way. So, so I mean, if you look um, at the films and at the variety of, of, of the topics, you see that things have changed. Um, of course, in the wider picture, things, I don't think that the things have changed still, you know, I, I don't think that we should be very happy. Uh, but I think that the fact that we, we are talking about it and that the fact that we are speaking it aloud, uh, is something very important. The other thing is, you know, we're, we're always talking about films and the change in films. Uh, but basically, we have to talk about the shift in the society, not only in the films. And the shift in the society doesn't really come that fast. So there is, I think, a big discrepancy between what's happening in cinema, where we are very open and where we talk about many different things, not only about women issues, but also about the LGBT, about yes. being gay. Uh, you know, we are, we are, I think, progressive, which is, which I think is great. And I think we have to be even more progressive, uh, because we are the ones who are carrying the torch but it's also you know one thing is cinema and one thing is to talk about the real change in the real life and how real people uh, live and what can we do for our society and how does our society change and does our society keep up with the pace that is uh, I think something uh, different and that is you know at the moment when we think that we are moving forward suddenly you know in the past couple of years we had this new discussion about abortion and it's 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 everywhere in the world and it, it, things which aren't which are unimaginable are actually happening like in the states or in poland uh, i mean suddenly and not only there i mean also in croatia also in italy it's 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 uh it's a burning issue, and I think it's very dangerous. These these things that are happening that and they're they're well. really endangering not only women but they're endangering the entire idea of freedom for everybody in the world. Yeah, it feels like we're going backwards sometimes. So we have to yes. be careful yes. with what we reach because uh, we 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 shouldn't take it for granted at least because. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, things can change for worse as well. That's what I want to yeah. say, you know. You're not always moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Thank you so much, Elma, for, for Thank you talking so much. to Thank me. Thank you so much. It was uh, very enjoyable. And we've been talking to Elma Tataradzic, guest of honor at the 34th Trieste Film Festival. And this is Chiara Nicoletti for Fred, the Festival Insider. Fred Film Radio, 24-7 on fred.fm and smartphone apps.